Welcome to this week's Dear Amber, Chinese Pod's insider's guide to everything China. Now, this week the show is a little bit different. We have a big, long answer to one question, but the question's a big one that all of us as Chinese learners like to think about, and that is how do we learn this language, anyways? So, lucky for us, we had two of our Chinese potties come into the studio.、Um, that's Robert K and Galen, and they've been learning Chinese, and actually their Chinese is awesome. So they came by for a visit, and they told us about their Chinese journey. And they also gave us a lot of their own tips for learning. And so, since their Chinese is so good, we can all be inspired. So I thought I'd interview them today. Okay, so today on Dear Amber, we don't have a real question, but this is a question a lot of people ask, which is: There's many ways to become fluent in a language in Chinese. So we want to ask our listeners. We have two listeners here today who are very fluent, albeit with different accents. I've noticed, but、oh, um, yeah. we like to welcome Robert K. We might have seen on the boards, and Galen, who we haven't seen on the boards, but I'm sure we will one day. Welcome, guys. Thank Thanks、you. for having us. It's really exciting to be here. So first、yeah. of all, you guys, where do you live? Do you live in China or? Hey guys, it's Michael here at Chinese Pod, and we want to say thank you to all of our faithful subscribers. If you're not registered yet, head over to ChinesePod.com now and get 20% off. Use promo code Get20 at checkout to get 20% off your first year. Uh, I'll go first. I guess、uh, I live in Shanghai. I work here in Shanghai, so I'm from San Francisco, but I work in Tokyo. All right.、Oh, yeah. I'm from Austin, Texas. All right, another Claire, Texan, yeah, y'all here today. Okay, so、um, I'm going to ask both of you guys. I want you to share your Chinese journey with the listeners because I think it's both of your journeys are pretty interesting. Who's going to start first? Go, Rob. Okay, I'll take it. Um, so I had some experience with Japan. I went to high school and college there for a couple of years, and after a year of Japan, I was like, this is like four years ago. I was 22 at the time.、Um, I saved up like 10 grand,、Whoa. and that was a lot of money at 22. That's how he got into it. Wow. And so, so I wanted to take off another semester before finishing up university in San Francisco. And I wanted to go to Egypt and learn Arabic, or come to China and learn Chinese.、Uh, granted, the similarities in the writing structure of Japanese and Chinese, I already could read Japanese more or less. So I decided to come to China、um, to save money. Took a boat to Korea, and then took a boat from Korea to China. Originally, I wanted to go to Tianjin, close to Beijing. What's、uh, with the boat? How come you didn't just fly? Because、He's、I was、bored. trying. I was. I was, I was wanted to, wanted to save money.、It、was、no、high season. No wonder you saved ten thousand dollars in a year. <laughs> I, 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 I was in college. I was in college. And so, so,、uh, so you boarded a boat in Japan, went to Korea. Korea, and then I was going to go to Tianjin, but I got lost on my way to the harbor, and I ended up in Dandong, which is on the border with North Korea, and I just didn't want to stay another day in Korea. So I hopped on the boat to Dandong. It was the only boat left. Uh, made some friends on the boat. I got there, didn't know a lick of Chinese. So you had never studied Chinese before. Just、this. a little bit on my own for a month、mm. or two. I listened to the Pimsleur tapes for like a month、oh, yeah, before I got there. Yeah, wow, screw those. those Chinese spot is much better. <laughs> Don't go that route. So I got there and、uh, I got set up in a hotel. My first week in China, I was just studying by myself out of books, picking conversations with people in the street, doing my best, and I was making flashcards. Everyone out there, the best way to learn Chinese is make flashcards for new vocab- vocabulary. I'm, that 
it's uh, true. Yeah. I, I screamed. Cars. I pounded this into Galen's. I saw him just now pull out a wad of flashcards from oh, his pocket. I've got a bigger wad in <laughs> my bag. That's secret, Amber. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Actually, this guy showed me last night at his apartment. He showed me he had a basket full, literally a I'm freaking lying. basket. It was unbelievable. Oh, yeah. yeah. And so, um, so I ended up there. I'm at an ice cream parlor my first week there um, making flashcards. This really heavy set man from the table uh, across the way sees me and uh, comes over and he does a jahu, which is like, yeah, you know, introduces yeah. himself and says he's never seen um, a oh. Gosh, I hope I pronounced that right because this is going out to everybody. But um, none of us will know the difference. Um, so. He, he, he <laughs> said worry. he's never seen any, uh, a foreigner study Chinese so seriously. And but he said your Chinese is very bad. Your pronunciation is horrible. But if I you love like, the honesty of the Chinese. Yeah, he, he said if you like, okay. I'll teach you. And he was the town news reporter. So to make a long story short, I'm like their son. I you became like part of the story. family. <laughs> nice. His son is a great guy. I'm actually he's I'm flying him out tonight. His first time in Shanghai is in college. And Dalian, and um, and so like, I'm like a part of the family, and I lived there uh, over the course of three years, two times. The first time was for four months. I went back after graduating and working in the U.S. for two years, um, and to study for ten more months. And that was about eight months ago when I left and moved to Tokyo. But um, that's my journey, living on the border with North Korea. And I, I just wanted to learn Chinese, so I, I took off time and hopped on a boat and went. And uh, here we are. And I've got like. Literally two families in China that I'm I'm probably closer, just as close to as my as my own family oh, back nice. home, and it's uh. So how about the living thing? Like I don't think there's many foreigners I've known that have lived actually lived with a Chinese family, and let alone a Chinese family from a small town, border town. So is there any kind of like interesting experiences, Rob, like about that? That you could share. There's one with uh, the daughter story. Sure. <laughs> Is that what you're prodding me to? <laughs> oh, uh, I think there's probably a lot of stories, but that was a good one. one. Go on. So, so yeah. Um, over the course of the year, um, I, my I had my second family, my Ai. Who is a, a very wonderful woman, although she um, her speech was rather crude at moments. But I, I learned a lot of bad Chinese words from her. So, and which is an, a big part of the vocabulary. You're not going to learn on Chinese far anywhere else. So, yeah. <laughs> I, I, want, I wanted to teach you guys, but Amber's not going to let me say anything. <laughs> Actually, I always say it like, because I don't really understand the full significance of the swear words, and then later I get in trouble. <laughs> yeah, we don't want any unnecessary lawsuits. Rob yeah, can maybe, maybe that's help another me. lesson. <laughs> yeah, we need to start a dear Rob show. Yeah. <laughs> dear Rob, that nothing we could but do. Some, you know, so um, so the mom, the Ai, her daughter, Chen Chen, who's my Chinese sister, is like 24. She's two years younger than me, so I think she's, I think, but Chinese years are, are like a year yeah, ahead. Yeah, it's always so fuzzy. She's 23, 24, 25, somewhere around there. And uh, the mom would always say she wanted me to marry her daughter. She said she said she'll buy me a fang, a fang, a, a, a house if I marry wow, her daughter. The deal is getting sweeter. Yeah, and uh, her daughter is to put it nicely, she's a sweet girl. I love her to death, but um, I like women who are a little more feminine. Wow. And uh, and um, that's a nice. The mom, thing. there's the there's the mom test, right? I love my eye to death, but I like I, I gotta have. As her mother-in-law, you're not sure. Yeah, you, you want to grow with a mouth like the mom, right? Yeah, <laughs> you gotta do the mom test. True. <laughs> so so um, so she she was the mom was the eye is always complaining how her daughter they've done like eight arranged marriage visitations from their friends' sons and the daughter's not interested in any of them. So my eye is like always complaining about she can't get her her daughter doesn't want to get married and all she wants to do is play World of Warcraft <laughs> and, <laughs> and, um, and so she keeps saying how she wants me to marry her daughter 
And I'm sitting at home one day at the place, and no one else is home but me and the daughter. I'm watching TV. The daughter's on the computer, and the computer and the TV are really close. So I'm on. I'm actually sitting on the bed while she's sitting in the chair. And I look over, and I see a, her looking at a picture of her full-on tongue down with another girl. What? It's, it's not a sweet kiss. This is a French kiss. A full-on. They're oh, going at it. How did that conversation go? And I just said, I, I said to her, I said, oh, you're a lesbian. You should talk to me. And she said, and she said, like, you, know, so you didn't figure it out already. Um, and so she's like, don't tell my mom. She wouldn't, she won't, she'll ignore me if I, or won't ever talk to me again if I, if I tell her mom. And so even to this day, like I've known for over a year, I called the mom last week. She's bringing up how she wants me to marry her daughter again. Aww. And I can't, I don't have the heart. I've met her girlfriend. Like they lived together for six months. It's a, it's a long story. I told you most of it. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's a good story, though. I've never heard that one. At that's least good. she had someone she could tell, she could confide in. That yeah. probably helps. Uh, yeah. So. <laughs> do, you ever, do you ever keep in touch with her still? Oh, uh, yeah. They're good, good friends. Good. Talk to them all the time. So. Really She's my little sister. Cool. That's cool. So. Okay, how about Galen? How about you? You're a little bit different, right? Because I know most Chinese yeah. guys, that will, there's a sort of like a trend where guys will come and get a Chinese girlfriend, but you're different. You don't have a Chinese <laughs> girlfriend. How did you learn Chinese if it wasn't through a girlfriend? Uh, yeah, um, there's a Chinese saying, what is it? Uh, one of my old, my old boss in my office, I'm going to say it, mess it up, is like, uh, or or Oh, dao chang bo ru, right? Oh. It's the other way. See, I'm getting all mixed up. But there's, it's like gun and knife. You're basically impenetrable. You know, you're like you're just not gonna. They said that they described that about me because yes, I do have a white American girlfriend, as American as can be. She's from Austin, Texas. So does that has that hindered your Chinese progress? Do you think or helped? Actually, it's helped a ton. I, at first, I thought it was gonna be. Uh, total hindrance. I was like, okay, this is going to be weird because I'll be going to work, speaking Chinese, and then get off work, and, and on the weekends I'll be speaking only English. But, you know, I'm her full time translator, you know, oh. full time translator. And every time we go out, it doesn't matter restaurants I'm ordering, I'm haggling with the waiters and the taxi drivers and learning how to say thread count and stuff like, you know, ultraviolet light oh. and just real. Those are words that, weird. as a guy, you probably wouldn't yeah, have you learned. Know, that's the thing, you know, you're, you're going through just your day to day, your daily life in China, you know, and really thinking about all the vocabulary that goes into actually living fully in a language, you know, in another mm -hmm. language. Um, I've found that she's actually made me say things that I've never even thought about studying. I've just never thought about it, but I should, I would need to do that one day eventually, you know, That's we just, good. we just learned about, you know, insulation and stuff like this, you know, who, who learns, learns that stuff. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Learn something new every day on exactly. Dear Ever. <laughs> At least Thank you, Rob, for came. the translation. <laughs> so do you have any other like tactics? Um, tactics for learning, uh, learning Oof. that you could well, suggest because you guys have done a really good well, job. Like, I guess, you know, a little bit about my background. I could tell you just how I came to studying Chinese. Mm. Um, I am from Austin. I went to UT there in Austin and I was in the business school there and they had a really good exchange program. And being from Austin, growing up in Austin, I got kind of tired of Austin when I finally got to college. So I took advantage of studying abroad like crazy. And my very first trip out of the country is actually to Bangkok, Thailand. Mm. Never been anywhere else, just went directly to Bangkok and that was real, I mean, very, very long story, crazy story, but real st long story short, I learned how to speak Thai and mm. I studied, I took, I 
had a knack for the the tones. Ty is also a very tonal language. You and don't often meet a person with a knack for tones. <laughs> dude, dude, I've Milk got that. a knack for tones. I, I can great. Just, my pinion is like, I dare to test anybody with pinion, man. I can just, I can pick up the tones really well. So that helped when it came to, um, after my time in Thailand, I decided, hey, you know, I really enjoyed learning another language. I mean, you know, in the U.S., we had to study in Texas I had to study Spanish for a few years mm. I can't I can only I, I don't even remember anything in Spanish oh forget those non-tonal yeah. languages boring well, it wasn't that it's just I had no interest you know back in the day so the so how did you come to China then um well I went back to the states back to the university and I had just a little bit more time there and I contacted the Chinese department I was like hey you know let me be honest with me I can speak Thai pretty well but how much you know how much time do I really need to learn just like the real basics of Chinese and how well could I speak it by the end of you know say a year of studying and they gave me a good idea and so I went and studied for a year almost a year in this, at, you know, at UT um, for my very last year um, my verse my first trip right after graduation um, I had uh, through a family friend was able to get a, a internship to Mo at Motorola in Tianjin. Oh, right? so you got a job in China. Yeah, but it was a real short-term um, internship in Motorola. So before that time, I was traveling. I had mm. a few months to kind of just travel, graduate, you know, spend some money. I was traveling all through India and all this stuff. But may that's when I met this guy, Rob. That's and how your we life changed. And this <laughs> so guy, beautiful. Well, it's not we, like we no, no, met. No, we're Tell we're not, how we met <laughs> at the Zhaolong Tianyan Yuguan in Beijing. Yeah, there's this hostel in Beijing near the the. Uh, the brought you together. Worker stadium, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. Um, totally random guy. You know, I, at that point, my Chinese was so basic, you know, just, just had started out. And, you know, I saw this white guy just on the streets, just rapping Chinese. He's rapping? Yeah, I mean, literally, he's got, he can like, dance You too. mean like hip hop? <laughs> I can bust out some Joe Dialo. Oh, can you please? We need, like, I sing Joe okay, Dialo at we karaoke. Need a, we need a new news and feature song, so like maybe we can get you guys in here after to like Seriously. break it so, down. <laughs> but I met this guy, you know, just be, and I was just like, wow, okay, this is, it was really good encouragement because, you know, although I had tied down really, I felt pretty good with my ties, just, okay, Chinese is a whole nother thing. And but he was speaking it really well. And this was right, I guess this is right after his time. He had just spent a few months at his first time in Dangdong. Just met his family, that family up there and all that. So it was really good timing for both of us. Mm. And I was like, wow. And he was just like, hey, I do, I do flashcards. I do all, you know, <laughs> I, you know, his Japanese, I think obviously was a big boost when helping him transition into Chinese and reading the characters and stuff like that. And just gave me a lot of inspiration. And so I remember you were telling me earlier, like every day, your little routine. Can you tell us what that is? Because that was really, yeah. it made me feel like a loser when I heard yeah. it. Yeah, <laughs> let's hear this. I haven't heard this. Yeah. Yet. So, excited. so like, after my time in Tianjin, I learned, I picked up, I got, I hung around with an eye, basically lived with you another. You guys like totally milking the eye angle. Yeah, like, dude, the eyes, love our eyes, dude, man. I want to know, do you, you pay ever her? Get, like, no, no, this, that's a pretty cheap Chinese lesson, like 10 quite an hour. It's the best lesson because they will take you around and teach you everything you need to know. So And they're very patient. Mine like, was just lonely. She wanted someone to listen to her talk. <laughs> they do, you know. I noticed my eye loves to talk. She taught me some really fun things in like Tianjin Hua. You know, I've got some really funny, funny, in my vocabulary, some very Tianjin local sayings and stuff like that's pretty funny that was awesome but so after that's that, a good thing to yeah it's, it's also eyes. yeah you get some eyes are great eyes are the best lessons and they're probably the cheapest too so my day-to-day -day routine i've been in shanghai now this time around um for almost about 15 months now um, but my day-to-day -day routine pretty much is and i'm a real geek so don't try to don't do this. look like a geek <laughs> 
<laughs> you just act like one. I just, yeah, exactly, exactly. Um, He's a closet geek. I am a closet geek for sure. Um, so in the mornings, my girlfriend teaches here um, and at an international school, so I get up really early with her because I have I just get woken up all the time. So I sit and I read these Chinese novels. I've got these little Chinese English translation. You know, I'm reading. I just finished Doctor Jekyll and Mister Hyde. I've China. read those before, dude. I've yeah. never. I didn't know any other. Dude, I've do got. That. You don't even know. I've got the All whole. All the closet geeks are coming out yeah. today. Dude, no, you've just met the two biggest. I can closet say I've never geeks. done that, so I'm not a geek. No, dude, Rob and I, no lie, we're we're total geeks. We're not going to tell you divulge all of our little dirty secrets, but this is people. Please don't be discouraged. Non-geeks can learn Chinese too. Exactly, but just... maybe the geeks will learn a bit faster. <laughs> Or just drive them themselves nuts in the process. Okay, so, so you read in the morning. And so what else? I I generally read. Um, I read these little novels. I obviously go through all the Chinese, and you know it's all characters and whatever I don't know, I'll underline. Or if I see a really cool saying, I'll underline that. Um, that's one thing. So and then I get up. I take care of my little toy dog, the toy poodle dogs. You know we've got. They're t- really cute. <laughs> C- Katie and Chinese. Cody. I love you guys. Um, anyway. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm sure teaching them listening. Chinese. Dude, I'm t- yeah, they're they're listening. And I wish you guys will see you later on the night. Okay. Shout out to my pet hamster Hammy. <laughs> right. Right. Shout, Shout out to that cat in the back alley. <laughs> so um, so yeah, I read those novels. Really cool. And then when I'm at work, I actually sit and I have Chinese pod all day long playing in the background. I know, I know, we're geeks. Anyway, um, so I sit with Chinese spot in the background. I like to listen to like advanced, the, the advanced lessons just because everything's in Chinese and I'm just, it helps me with trying to de- learn how to describe things also in Chinese with my work environment. But shout out to Chinese Pod. Shout out to Chinese Pod, right? <laughs> Don't forget them. Yeah, right. Yeah, shout out for Chinese Pod big time because Chinese Pod is awesome. You're not gonna find the type of content. Seriously, okay. I'm gonna do a sales pitch. We'll pay you on, later. Oh, yeah. How we much? just met John Passon and we both did the. Did, we're not we're worthy. worthy. We're Wayne's not worthy. worthy. They actually did bow. I thought. We, <laughs> we planned it in the taxi. And we'll do it right again. And we'll John it again. blushed. It was and we will cute. do it again. If we need to because <laughs> we're definitely not worthy but um no just chinese pod uh a lot of vocabulary make flashcards, which is rob's really great idea okay um those sound good man you're just you know let me throw in in one memorizing passages or memorizing texts. this is his deal yeah okay. i haven't gotten into you this go, but this guy's my, crazy my chinese grandfather screamed at me and made me do it before I could study anything else, I had to memorize a passage that he picked out one of the texts from Integrated Chinese um, Intermediate Level, or, mm. or Series 2, I forget, Part 2. And um, I didn't want to do it, but once I did it, my Chinese got so much better very quickly. Really? So like memorizing in phrases? or no, Memorizing no, no, no. the actual this, passage, but the getting the tones. Oh, for example, and I can go, I can go on for like minutes wow. and it really, really helps, but it's a lot of work. But, but I can see that would help with the tones because like maybe you don't even know what you're saying, but it gets sort of like the music in your head. Yeah. yeah. Well, th- you know, that's another thing that I do when I read, I actually read out loud. Welcome back to another installment of Chinese Pod Trivia. And the question for you is, for what test does Chinese Pod offer preparation services for? Is it A, the polygraph, B, the colonoscopy, C, the HSK test, or D, the CAT scan? Uh, the CAT scan? Ooh, sorry, that is incorrect. The correct answer is C, the HSK test. That's right, Chinese Pod will thoroughly prepare you to pass this rigorous test of proficiency in Chinese. ChinesePod.com forward slash HSK. 
Um, yeah, I do too. So it, it also helps to just kind of, I don't know. I mean, yeah. it's all cheesy. Kind of like I like to read Zhiyin. Do you guys know Zhiyin? Yeah. It's that women's magazine. It's, I think it's like oh, the, yeah. the equivalent of like Cosmo or something, but it's just, Are it's, they so, in it? it's so fun That's to read. That's reading it. He's it's com- it's just the like, pictures, at the pictures. I think, yeah, the pictures help. No, there's not, many, there's not very many <laughs> okay. pictures, but it's like. The topics, it's so much more interesting than anything Actually, you're going to get I think that is really book. good advice, though, because that's such practical language sure. for you, right? Like sure. Absolutely. Stuff. <laughs> oh, you know what also is really cool? If you're in China, listen to the, the kids' channel. Oh, yeah. Um, it's not just kids' vocabulary. I mean, they really like... <laughs> You know, watch all these kids' cartoons, all the cartoons. I watch the cartoons, dude, whenever I have time, and it's actually, yeah, I hear all kinds of things I've never heard before. Yeah. You know, of course, they're talking about, like, sorcerers and hidden powers and stuff like that, so it's not so much useful in your day-to-day stuff, but it's still... It's useful for geeks. Yeah, like me. <laughs> <laughs> what are you saying? Kidding. Well, come on now. <laughs> okay, guys, I think you guys give us such great insight. I really want to thank you guys for coming. I'm sure everyone's going to love it. <laughs> Make sure you guys post us. some comments on the board, and um, everyone can ask you guys some questions on the Dear Amber yeah, comment section. Yeah, I'll get better at that. Sorry. Yeah, shout out to my boy Taipan <laughs> in uh, Los Angeles. Thanks for the CDs. Taipan. <laughs> Taipan, my bad. <laughs> Thank you. None of us know because we only know he's a squirrel. Okay, thanks you guys for coming. Okay, Thank thanks you, for Amber. having us, Amber. Thanks, bye That's it for this week's Dear Amber, the insider's guide to everything China. I hope you liked it. And don't forget to send your questions about anything China or Chinese learning to Dear Amber at PraxisLanguage.com. And don't forget to go to the comments section of Dear Amber, found in the extras tab at ChinesePod.com. And you can subscribe to Dear Amber on your feed now. So make sure you go into your homepage and do that too. We all look forward to hearing your insights on Chinese learning today. And you all can ask uh, Robert and Galen any questions you like. And we'll make sure they come on and answer them for you. We'll see you next time on Dear Amber. Amber. 下一次见。<laughs>